Thanks for joining us for this edition of Forward Church Online. Today's podcast was recently recorded at one of our live worship experiences. We hope you enjoy today's message. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. So let me talk to the young people for a few moments, okay? My heart was saddened when I received this morning some very critical news that one of my former students at Levy Learning Academy was arrested for first-degree murder. Right here in Levy County, ladies and gentlemen, while many play church and even educators deliver content. Well, I'll tell you what I think. I always said bad kids went to Levy Learning Economy. Well, I call it Hilltop. Those were bad kids anyway. Well, guess what? The Bible says we've all missed the mark, so we're all bad. What you pointing fingers at kids for? The Bible says we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. So, parents, when you don't care about God's master plan, you are modeling the same thing to our young people. And most of our young people have no clue about God's plan for their life. They have no clue. They've heard about being born again. They've heard about the importance of church. But they have no clue that God actually created them for a purpose. So that means you don't sleep around. That means you don't drug around. That means a lot more than what I have time to talk about tonight. But we are going to look at Jeremiah 29, 11. Because, listen, even if you have made a mess of it, like many of us have through the course of our life, anytime you'll just turn towards God, he will put you right back on course and show you the plan and tell you, don't even worry about last year, last month, last week, the last minute. A young man. Teenagers, a young man that was at Levy Learning Academy. By, by, by no means, but by the way, it's just bad mindsets. So when, when I talked to one of our students that he knew him and saw him every day, don't go, oh my God, we got kids that went to the alternative school. Man, a school's a school. A school is a school is a school. And if they had those things back when I was growing up, I'd have lived there forever as a student. It's amazing how our mindsets control us. It is amazing. Not the mind of Christ, our mindsets. All I want to do is teach all the level four and level five kids. Hell, I ain't got no time for those ones and twos. Boy, that sounds like Jesus to me. Far from it. Jesus came to save zero, one, two, three, four, five, whatever number you are. He came to save. Because we've all missed the mark. Yeah, you were in the cafeteria with a young man who's now incarcerated and is going to be charged with first degree murder. And you think kids, they're in a whole different world, y'all. 
Our kids are in a whole different world. They may dress and look like they're okay, but man, they're jacked up in the head and their hearts. And say something wrong to them, and man, they'll pull it right now, or they'll pull this on you right now. You've got to know that there's one who has a plan for you who will protect you, who will cause you to prosper, who will forgive you of all your sins, who will give you a brand new slate, a brand new start every day. Every day. But we'd much rather know. I wonder who's going to be my teacher. Man, that blows my mind. Have you thought about the Holy Spirit? No, I don't think about the Holy Spirit. Well, guess what? One day you might want to. Oh, Vance Havner. He said, if you're lacking knowledge, go to school. If you're lacking wisdom, get on your knees. There's a vast difference, ladies and gentlemen, between people who have it up here but have no wisdom out here. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. When I say ladies and gentlemen, young people, don't think I'm talking to the adults. The Holy Spirit's talking to all of us. My prayer right now is that we won't lose any more kids in this county. And the young man that did what he did over on the other end of our county took out a young man who used to be a part of Hilltop back in the day when it was called Hilltop. He gone. His life ended. But when you watch the crazy movies that kids watch and play the crazy video games that kids play, they don't understand that when you really do that in real life, the consequences are much more than just turning off your video game. Come on, church. Man, this is good stuff tonight. This is real stuff tonight. Are we as adults telling other adults and other young people, man, God's got a plan for you. Even if you've messed up, even if you blew your budget, even if you, whatever, God's got a plan for you right now. And if you were not very good in school last year, this could be a whole different year. By simply opening up to the Holy Spirit. Watch this. Even, young people, even when we mess up master schedules, maybe out of that class something good can happen. I don't believe that. Well, that's because you're not in God's Word anyway. God promised Joseph Joseph got all up about it. You know what Joseph did? He started showing off in front of his brothers. That's a dangerous thing to do. Start showing off in front of your family and see what they do. They'll jack you up for that. They jacked him up. Little did he know that his promise was going to put him in prison. Man, right now I'm singing in my head. I'm on, my, on the highway to hell. That famous rock and roll song. Kids are on that road right now. Because when you don't open up the plan of God, Satan opens up his plan. And it can fill your bank account, and it can fill you with all kinds of degrees, but Satan's got a plan to destroy your soul. You can have all the degrees you want. That doesn't save you. You can have all the investments that you want. You can have whatever you want. You can have all of that. Man, that has nothing to do with salvation. 
being here tonight under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit does not guarantee you anything unless you have a relationship with Jesus Christ. How dare we violate God's plan? I read it up here when we were getting ready for our uh, um, offering tonight. Before the foundation of the world, Jesus Christ was already planned to die. He was planning to die for us before he arrived. Oh my goodness. And then we leave God out of the picture. I walk in for just about four minutes into our home coming out of the office, and I thought about what Vance Habner said, so I went to my little office, and I just dropped down, and I said, if you have anything in reserve, I might need some for tonight, because there may not be a whole lot left in this thing. So could you use, uh, just pour a little bit down on this vessel? I need you tonight, Lord. But we're so arrogant, and we're so haughty, and we're so smart, and we're so mouthy, we don't even get our knees to say anything to God. And then we wonder why our kids don't have any time for God. Come on, church. Come on, church. So my heart is troubled tonight on two things. Number one, it is amazing to me. That's why I love being in education, because now I can relate. It's amazing how parents will call to figure out what the plan is for their kids. <laughs> it, it, it's amazing to me that every day we pour it into this young man and before the school year is really out and we're into the summer, he's committed a violent act. So guess what I was doing? Because I was back in a training today, training individuals, raising them up to be leaders. I said to them, I've been asking myself, where did I fail this kid? What the? Oh, I didn't do anything wrong. I got a nice paycheck. I'm working on my retirement. I got a nice car and a nice home. What about the souls of people? We're all jacked up about grades and all of that. What about the souls of boys and girls and young people? What about children that are facing individuals who are thinking about changing their identity? I was created like this. Y'all don't know you know what I'm talking about and what I'm dealing with. But I choose to be this. You know how blatant that is before God? Mama didn't create you. What do you think she did? Put her hand up in her womb and, and do all that? You've got to be jacked up. You think Daddy did that? God did that. You were created in God's image. Oh, um, oh, he's so shallow. No, you're so empty. It's not the teaching is shallow. It's that you're so empty. Why not cry out, fill my cup, Lord. Fill, fill my cup. Fill my cup. Help me to realize I was made in your image. God, you have a plan for me. Please, please put the right people around me so that they can help develop your plan in my life. I just gave you the reason why the young man went the wrong way. He had the wrong people in his circle. If you've got the wrong people in your circle tonight, you're not going to be in here very long. I promise you. <laughs> and if ministers hang out with the wrong kind of ministers, they're going to go by the wayside too. That's why I don't hang out too much. Ooh, thank God Pastor B's here on Wednesday night because we don't really want, I don't care. I'm going to bring it all the way through. Even in the ministry as a man set apart by God, I don't hang out with someone just because they're a pastor. 
You've got to be kidding me. The Bible says test the spirits to see if they're of God. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> so I'm really kind of broken when I think about that young man. But see, we're, we're not broken about that. We just want to know, what did he do? What's his name? Where's he from? We don't give a rat's tail about his soul. Woo, good preaching, brother. Woo, bringing the heat right here. I just, just let, let me know. But, and here's the devastating thing. His mother was on the phone with me all through second semester going, Coach Weber, is there anything you can do? You, my son is in trouble. I'm saying, I'm trying. We're trying to do everything we can. Can we get him into a program? He's in a program now. He's in a long-term program. And see, if this doesn't concern you or trouble you, then I shouldn't even be in education. Because there's better money out there than education, if that's what you're driving for. We have got to care about our kids. We've got to make sure that boys don't take advantage of girls. Whoops, let me go ahead and tighten this up. We've got to make sure that girls aren't doing the wrong thing with girls. And boys with boys, that's Romans chapter 1. You ought to go read it. Don't change it, you'll get in trouble. Well, that's not how I read it. Just read it. Because it's not going to change. The book has never changed. But the book can change you. If you open up to the plan of God. I I really just want to take a moment now because I don't want this to be out because I want to do a couple things without having it go on podcast. Not because, no, you wouldn't even know what I had to do today. I'm not embarrassed by what I'm teaching, but I want to give you a chance to give me some feedback so there's no way that could be on podcast. I stand by the Word of God. Go read Romans chapter 1. Man, we will hoop and holler and sing in church and worship God, but we ain't got no backbone. We let people do whatever they want. They just, what? Are you serious? Are you serious? (laughs) What Jesus do you know? Who is Jesus to you? When he comes in, he changes us into his likeness, into his image, into his character. (laughs) I mean, man, I just feel the presence of the Lord. If Jesus, as a man, would sleep with a man, then it's okay. But he didn't do it. What you doing? And if Jesus would whore around with some whores that came to him, then why can't you? You can, but he didn't. Why are you? And he had some pretty provocative girls. They were kind of cute. They were good looking. They were pretty. I'm sure because he was made like us, I'm sure there were thoughts, but he knew how to manage them. (laughs) Y'all need to get to know the real Jesus. (laughs) And the Bible says that he, it's in Corinthians, he was tempted in all points like you and I, yet without sin. But we won't go to him. But we won't go, Lord, I'm I'm being tempted. God, I am under trial. God, I am, ooh, Jesus. I'm walking out of Bronson Middle High School yesterday, and a colleague, that would be someone in the district, says, hey, uh, Coach, you have a moment? I said, always, always, what do you got? And the individual said, 
all these years and something's wrong in our marriage. Devastated. The individual said, I'm devastated. I don't know what to do. Oh, it's all right. Kick them out and go get another one. (laughs) And the church models that very well. The Spirit of the Lord is here, and I've got 15 minutes. The Spirit of the Lord is here. But will you give him more than the next 15 minutes? Because, see, I've got to go home and go back to work. I've got stuff I've got to get done for tomorrow. But God has brought me here tonight to deliver to you a message that he has a plan for you. Young people, he's got a plan for you. And it's not out in the world's way. It's not out in the world's system. And we've got to help our young people. Can you imagine if everyone in this room would just reach one? One life, one life changed, turned around, just one. Every one of us touch one. Well, then you can see what happens. (laughs) Here we go. God's way is better than your way. His plan is bigger than your plan. His dream for your life is more rewarding, more fulfilling, better than you've ever dreamed. Now stay open and let God do it his way. And there are so many Christians that are closed-minded, closed, and resent biblical instruction. Resent it. Can't stand it. We'll find reasons and and ways not to be in the presence of the Lord under the sound of the gospel. God's way is better than your way. Jeremiah 29, 11. We're going to just look at two things and then stop for the night. Listen closely. I know the plans I have for you. God knows what you don't know. But we live in a culture that will tell you, I know, I know, I know. I get so tired of hearing people say that. And sometimes I want to say, you don't know that much because I watch how you live and it ain't right. Oh, that's being judgmental. No, that's being biblical. Square it up with the book. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Now watch this. Why would we reject him? Plans to prosper you, opposite of what Satan wants. And not to harm you. God does not out to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Just, just the two that we're going to look at tonight. Here we go. Number one, Father knows what we do not know. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know what's going to happen when I say I know, I know. I know the carnal mind, I know the natural mind, and then there's the spiritual mind. But I just said to Robin the other day, I said, you know, I'm not quite sure why God brought me from Levy Learning Academy back to Chiefland. I'm glad to be home. I love it. But holy smoly, 75 kids and, and, and a handful of faculty and staff. And now look at this thing. I said, I think God missed it. Or I missed God. Hold on. You questioned him too. You questioned him too. It's exciting but dangerous to obey God. It's exciting but dangerous to believe the book over your head, over your emotions. 
But God gave me a little picture tonight while I'm back in Chiefland, which I can't talk about. Father knows what you don't know tonight. Father knows what you don't know tonight. Unless you have a spirit of suicide on you, you don't know when your timeline is done. But Father knows. I just gave you some information why people commit suicide because there's a spirit called suicide. I've worked with people who have been hovering underneath that demonic influence. It's demonic pressure. <laughs> Jeremiah 1 5. Before, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. <laughs> Remember back when they first found out you could be able to check, you know, mama's tummy or, and find out what was inside? God knew before they knew. <laughs> before you were born, I set you apart and I appointed you. God's already done that for you. Now it's a matter of alignment. It's getting into alignment with him. Come on, church. Come on, church. Maybe tonight you'll walk out of here going, God, just align the rest of the week. And I'm going to trust you. Even when it doesn't make a bit of sense to me, I'm still going to just trust you. Align me, align me, align me. (laughs) Young men that are aligned by the Spirit of God do not have sex outside of marriage. Girls who are aligned by the Holy Spirit do not give themselves to whoever. God created you to be an angel. Why would you spread to be a demon? Go ahead and chew on that a little bit. God created you to be an angel, angelic-like. Why would you want to spread yourself, young ladies, and allow demonic influence in your life? By the way, you ought to listen someday, someday, sometime to an awesome man of God at Moody Church. He has got a series on sexual bonds. I've had to have those things broken because I was sexually active when I was a teenager. But see, you don't understand. One act, you don't know the bonds that you just created with one act. But our educators aren't even talking about that. Of course not. Why don't we do a research sometime and stop bragging about all the kids that go on to college? Why don't we do a research and find out how many kids can't get their act together? Woo! (laughs) I'm telling. Go ahead and tell. God's got my back. God's got my back. Maybe there's a young lady tonight will go, you know what? I don't care how hot I am or how hot that moment is. I am no way, no thank you, no way. Nope, I'm not going to do it. Nope, you're going to see me just like this right here. It's closed, nothing for sale. Thank you. Of course, you didn't see how I was crossing my leg. That should be a message. I had one of our educators, and it was great. Because, you know, these girls want to wear this stuff just as tight as tight can be. And then they want to wear their shirts as short as they can be. Well, what do you think, what do you think guys are looking at? Your eyes? Are you, what you drunk? No, they're looking waist down to see what that looks like. And then they like to watch you walk by so they can check the backside too. 
I ain't coming back to this church. I don't care. That doesn't bother me. I'm going to preach the word wherever I am. I'm going to teach God's word wherever I am. And, and, and I'm, it's not an attitude towards anybody. That is how rebellious we are against the plan of God. Created in his image, but putting it all on display. I said to my wife the other day, one of the things I love about you more and more is you are one foxy, beautiful lady, but man, you don't put it on display. It's not for show. I walked through her room the other day and I said, man, and it freaked out some people. I said, ooh, I'd like to marry you. <laughs> and as I went on by, Dr. Hall said, you guys really have fun, don't you? I said, no, it's kind of fake. Just front you. Of course we have a good time. Of course we have a good time. I like her as a person. And I like her even more because she knows what she has. She knows what she carries, but she's not putting it on display. Why? Because she's putting herself. No, 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 no. I know. Six minutes. You're good. Listen to me. She is in alignment with God. I'll never forget when I asked her, I said, hey, you want to go all the way? Ha, ha, ha. Got you, didn't I? No, I was talking about, do you want to get married? She said, man, I don't know. She said, I I don't know what it's like to be a pastor's wife. I said, I don't want you to be a pastor's wife. I want you to be my wife. We're not in a role-playing contest. Just, Just be my wife. Because there's... Young people understand. There are images out there, and we try to live up to that image. You don't have to meet anybody's expectation. God created you in his image. God appointed you. God wants to align you. God's got a plan for your life. I want you walking out of here tonight knowing God knows what I don't know. Last verse, and we're going to close. Five minutes. Isaiah 55, verse 8. <clears throat> Listen to this. My thoughts are not your thoughts. <laughs> Neither are your ways my ways. I love, and I know someone's going to go, you know what, he, he really doesn't want to be back at Chiefland High School. That is not the truth. I was walking with someone the other day, and I was back over at the academy doing some training, and now I understand what they said and what they meant. When they were told, as you leave, don't look back. Well, she was slick. She was probably cute. She was probably pretty. Maybe like you. Maybe like you. No. Maybe like you. I kind of messed with the kids. Maybe like you. And she did what she was told not to do. That's called rebellion. She looked back. I'm almost there. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your, your ways my ways. She looked back and she became a pillar. Oh, that never happened. Are you serious? Sure did. So when I'm walking across the campus, I start thinking back. And I said, man, that was a piece of cake. Dang, I could just kind of come back and hang out here, slide through the last whatever few years. And wow, man. And then the Lord reminded me of this verse. Your ways and my ways don't match. You're going to have to make a decision. You can have your way. It's the most dangerous position you'll ever find yourself in. Man, I'm having my way. Okay, Mr. Uh, Sinatra. I did it my way. There's a lot of people in hell tonight because they did it their way. Closing. My thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, 
says the Lord. Listen closely. God would not have put a dream in your heart if he hadn't already given you everything you need to fulfill it. Well, that bad situation that took place in our county with that young man has fueled, have you noticed? It has fueled my appetite to help young people. Almond will be here tomorrow. If I hear it one more time, I'm going to hit him right in the nose. He always says to me, Coach, Coach, we got to save the babies. Coach, Coach, we got to save the babies. We got to save the babies. The babies are in trouble. They are in trouble. Who will walk out of here tonight? Saying to young people and to yourself, God has a plan for you and you don't even know it. I wonder how many tonight would be willing to stand with me and go, you know what? I will be God's voice on the earth. I will let other people know God's got a plan for their life. And you don't know what it is. (laughs) You're going to have to give yours up to be adopted into his plan. By the way, nobody here who knows Christ adopted themselves into the family. He adopted you. He adopted me. A piece of whatever. He adopted me and brought me into the family. I'm in Father's family. (laughs) Bought by His Son, Jesus Christ. If I get permission, I'm going to go to wherever He is. And I want to talk to Him. Not the Father. I do that everywhere. I'm going to go to the prison. I want to find out where he is. And I'm going to use my calling, <laughs> my gift cards from heaven. I'm not going as an educator. I'm going to go as a pastor. I want to go talk to him. That's a waste of time. No, no, no one's a waste of time. How many want to stand tonight with me and say, you know what? I'm going to carry God's plan. Whew. And I'm going to let other people know God's got a plan God's got a plan for you. God's got a plan for you. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of Forward Church Online. At Forward, we believe that God speaks to each one of us individually, directing our lives and giving us focus. It is our desire that you would experience Christ and pursue His purpose for your life. One of the easiest ways to draw close to God is by connecting with the local church. Get started today by visiting myforwardchurch.org to find out all the ways that you can give, serve, and grow.